This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, on Saturday the 18th of June, the lights will be dimmed in the heart of uh, Dunedin City for a magical procession of children, giant lanterns, performers uh, and fireworks, stilt walkers, musicians. They'll all be there, but the thing that has captured our imagination over everything else since the carnival was first organised back in 1997 is those wonderful illuminated lanterns, large and small. And here to talk about the Dunedin Midwinter Carnival for 2016 is Kia Russell. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Kia. Good to have you with us. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. Really excited to come in and talk about the carnival. I'm going to ask the question that will be on everybody's lips this year, which is what's the theme? Oh, this year it's future worlds. We're we're exploring the, the upcoming world, science fiction, modernity, extraterrestrial life. We're really going to have a bit of fun with some of the costumes and lanterns around the theme and some of the public lanterns especially. Are you able to let us know what the lanterns will be that you'll be working on in the public workshops? This uh, absolutely. The public ones we always share. So the, the workshop one is all about the rocket lantern, make yourself a space rocket. Workshop two, the UFO lantern. Oh. And the third one, we're making stars. Fantastic. Really shine with Matariki. I mean, I know you never have any difficulty with filling uh, the spots at the lantern-making workshops, but if uh, anything would generate a bit of excitement among the kids, uh, rockets, UFOs and stars. (laughs) They are great-looking lanterns. We've got a new workshop coordinator, and they're very cool. They're looking great, so, yeah, we'll get them excited. Let's talk about the workshops, because I know um, there are three of them coming up, as you've mentioned, and we know that they're very popular, and I think probably... Uh, in many cases, uh, already you've had uh, high registrations. But if there is a chance to get on board, we might as well tell people about them now. So you've got the first of these coming up on the 28th and 29th of May. Tell us about that one. Absolutely. So that's going to be at Otago Museum. They've uh, very kindly lent a big chunk of their space to host for the weekend. And it's it's actually very apt having the uh, the rocket lantern at the museum with the planetarium and the night skies. It, it all ties in with Dunedin quite a lot there. 10 o'clock till 3 o'clock on those days. And then the second lantern-making workshop, 4th and 5th of June, at the Ocean Beach Scout Hall. Absolutely. One of our usual venues in the, the same time slots that we'll do for every weekend. So we've got nine sessions throughout the day. Book online and, yeah, come, come along and make the UFO. And on the 11th and 12th of June, you're at St Mary's School in Kaikarai. Absolutely. And another nice venue we've had before, but we're expanding even more while we're there. And, yeah, we have about 420 public workshops, and we've got about 100 left. So if you're keen, you've really got to get in there. All right, and to register, you've got to go online via the Dunedin Midwinter Carnival Festival website. Absolutely. Go to midwintercarnival.co.nz, click on Workshops. You'll see all the bookings that are left. Get in quick. They are going so quickly. How old does a kid need to be to get involved in one of these workshops, would you say? With... Parents, we, we've had five to seven-year-olds doing it with their parents. And, at, you know, at that age, parents are doing a lot of the work because we have to make sure they're safe, but they still get the experience. They still get to carry it. So we can have the younger children, but older is a little easier for the harder ones in particular. Yeah. I know there are lots of things about the Dunedin Midwinter Carnival that you like to keep close to your chest because, <laughs> it, you know, it's part of the fun is, is what's it, how's it going to be on the night? But there is a process, I guess, every year of reviewing how things went the year before and and, and thinking, well, you know, how might that shape 
a few changes and tweaks to the system for this year. Can you tell us about anything in that regard in terms of what we can expect this year? Uh, For this year, a lot of things will be in a similar vein, but we're going to have uh, possibly more entertainment for the kids happening in the lower octagon beforehand. We're going to have some new bands playing, so a bit of fresh blood. And one of the big things we're, we've been exploring is you know, expanding the route a little bit. Probably not going to happen this year. We'd love it if it could because we want to fit more people, a bigger procession. But uh, keep your eyes open in the future for that yeah, one. There's always a case of trying to get a good spot. Mind you, having mm-hmm. said that, the Octagon is a wonderful place to, to do it. You couldn't imagine it sort of anywhere else. Uh, now, look, uh, interestingly enough, you know, we started this morning's show looking at uh, volunteering in our city and we talked uh, to Murray Sutherland from Super Grands and uh, we know how critical it is that you get the right people stepping up to do the jobs. Uh, these kind of things, the Midwinter Carnival don't happen without a significant volunteer effort. And I imagine you'd still be welcoming people to step on board to help out? Absolutely. We need more than 100 volunteers to help make the carnival happen compared to the rest of us. It's about 20 to 1, is, you know, the volunteers that we need. We have an amazing, amazing core group that have helped us every year, but we always, always need quite a lot more. Uh, in particular, if, if you miss out on making one of those lanterns, in the early stages, we need workshop assistance. And on the night, we've got all roles from uh, safety to looking after the fires in the octagon. So we'd love for people to get in touch. And easiest way to do that will be through the website volunteer page or Facebook. Or you can email volunteer.midwinter at gmail.com, volunteer.midwinter at gmail.com. So you all sorts of things going on. Of course, big, uh, there's some of those giant lanterns. You need people to take those. You need procession guides. You need gatekeepers, people to f- uh, flick out programs. Crowd safety is obviously important when you're bringing 10,000, 12,000 people into the centre of the city. Uh, makeup and costuming too, I imagine, getting some of the performers all we ready to go. We would love to have more artistic assistance. Uh, and that can come on the night. Also, we're going to have the Dunedin Community Gallery for two weeks in advance of the festival this year. We're going to be doing uh, work on some of the small and medium lanterns from past years. If you're an artistic type, it's great fun. We have people come in and join us and work on them. And again, contact through the email address or you can come into the gallery and help out. There'll be so many families who have enjoyed this over the years uh, and you know, volunteering is whatever you can offer and sometimes maybe maybe this might be your thing if only one thing through the year that you can offer in terms of genuine volunteering perhaps it's time to give a little bit back because you've enjoyed this procession so much your family has and I I, I, I imagine it's in tremendous fun apart from anything else to be part of this kind of occasion Kier. It's one of the best events in the city we have a great time and being in it it really makes it even more special. So, yeah, we encourage people to get in. It's a lot of fun. So you need to chalk a few dates down on your calendar, folks. Saturday the 18th of June for the Midwinter Carnival, of course, but the workshop's coming up. The first of them, 28th and 29th of May, the second, fourth and fifth of June, and the third and final lantern-making workshop on the 11th and 12th of June. So hop on board to Dunedin Midwinter Carnival's website and register for those remaining places for the Lantern Workshops. Now, Keir, I don't know whether you can tell us anything about this, but I know um, uh, we all enjoyed last year the opportunity to see the larger Lanterns uh, all together in that one magical space. And I know that uh, you've been looking for a space to be able to store these on a more permanent and safe 
basis. Any progress along those lines? We've been very lucky for the moment and we've been allowed to stay in the venue at Ward Street where the uh, Midsummer Lanterns event was held, where everyone got to come in and see all those giant lanterns together. Uh, but we will need to move on straight after this event and we haven't had any luck yet. So a call out to the community if you know of any spaces where we can have uh, lanterns built, where we can have costumers working. We'd love to hear from you. We're, we're really looking hard. So your ideal scenario is that you can have a place for storing but also continuing to work on these things. And I guess that would also provide an opportunity then to have more of an ongoing relationship with the public right through the year, perhaps opportunities to visit these things. And Absolutely. And uh, we'd have the production office in with it as well. So we'd be able to bring our team together properly because at the moment we're very spread out. We, we work really well together because of our communication and we're lucky we have such an amazing team. But if we could concentrate everyone in the same place we could do a lot more again. All right. Well, look, uh, if you've heard that and you've got something in mind in terms of a space that might be available, I'm sure the Dunedin Midwinter Carnival team would be very happy to hear from you. Kev, thank you for joining us this morning on the Awesome Morning Show and all the very best for what I'm sure we another gorgeous night in Dunedin City Thanks a for lot, the Dunedin Midwinter Carnival. Thank you. This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.